This is the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm your host, master coach, and emotional resiliency expert, Lisa Carpenter. I'm here to be your guide through real, raw conversations, navigating life as a high achiever. This show covers what it takes to create physical and emotional well-being, along with how to honor and partner with your body. I'm here to guide you to a connected relationship with yourself, turning self-care into a way of being and not just another task on your to-do list. After all, the things we love, we take care of. This podcast gives you permission to love what you do, but love yourself more. Welcome to the Full Frontal Living Podcast. Well, hey, hey, listeners, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Full Frontal Living Podcast. And today I'm going to be diving into a topic that is really near and dear to my heart. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, it won't surprise you to know that I'm a pretty committed person. (laughs) Commitment is never something that I've struggled with. And the truth be told, for many of the people tuning in and listening, this might be you, Commitment probably isn't your problem either. However, what most of my clients struggle with is overcommitting. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today because commitment is a really interesting beast. And when you are a really committed person and you're driven and ambitious and you want to do all the things, you often believe that if you commit to more things, you'll get there faster. And that the only way to get to where you want to be is to be committed to all the things. But the truth of the matter is the way to really be successful and the way that I have created so much success for myself is being 100% committed, but being 100% committed to a lot less. So I want to talk to you about where I'm at right now in my world. It has been a crazy 18 months. I think that regardless of you know where you are in the world, we can all agree on one thing, and that has been that this has been a wild, wild ride. Now, me personally, if you tuned into my birthday episode, you heard me talk about how this has been a phenomenal year, like the amazing things happen. And it's also been a really, really challenging year. So as I am, you know officially in the off season with contest prep. I'm just enjoying, you know, being a strong badass in the gym, uh, hitting a bunch of personal bests, which is amazing and feels so good. I'm still very, very committed to my, my training. It is kind of the foundation of my day helps to keep me grounded. It's an act of self-love and self-care for me, but I've also been, uh, in my business and in the rest of my life, I have been joking that I have been very committed to being non-committed, right? I'm I'm very committed right now to being uncommitted. And what that really means is, is that I'm 100% committed to rest and recovery and not getting myself looped into another big commitment yet. So why is this so important? It is so, so easy for me. Once I make a decision about something, you know, once I decide on what my point B is, what I want my outcome to be, it is so easy for me to be committed. And maybe it is for you too, right? Like I love having goals. They, they light me up 
And, you know, even though it's going to be quite a while before I get back on stage again, I always have performance-based goals in the gym uh, because these are like little wins that I can work towards. um, And they just light me up. Like really, I know that this isn't everybody's thing, but when I can walk out of the gym after doing a 135 pound squat, I feel on top of the world. That was a huge PB for me. I also hit uh, 300 pounds on my hip thrust, which was also massive. Like that's a massive amount of weight for me to be moving. So I love performance-based goals and I'm very committed to doing the things that I need to do week in and and week out and work out in and work out out to accomplish those performance-based goals. But in the rest of my world right now, I don't have a lot of things that I'm committed to because like I said, I'm really committed to this rest, this pause and this reflection period. Because as I said, when I decide what my point B is going to be, the next thing that I'm going to be working on um, in my business, where I'm moving towards, what I'm wanting to step into in my life, I will be all in. And uh, I take that very, very seriously. And I know that many of you listening jump into commitments without even fully recognizing what it is you're committing yourself to. So after coming off, you know, the year, 18 months that I've had, I needed a rest. Like I, I really, really needed a rest because when you are super committed to something over a long amount of time, right? So I've been really committed to growing my business. I've been really committed to, you know, getting on stage that also comes with a downside because once you hit those goals, you have to take a pause, take a breath. And I'm now really feeling the effects of that level of commitment. It was fatiguing and it's not wrong or bad. It wasn't doing anything out of alignment, but you know, Hey, if you run a marathon, you're probably going to need some rest afterwards. And I would say the past 18 months, you know, have definitely been a marathon. So I think it's really important for you guys to know and to also look at in your own life is do you jump from commitment to commitment to commitment without actually looking at what you're saying yes to and what you're saying no to and what that commitment is going to take from you, what it's going to give you, but what it's also going to take from you. And are you prepared to clear things off your plate? I commit to very, very little. That is the truth. And I've had to learn that. And this is why I wanted to do this episode, because where I see so many of you running into problems is you're such committed people that you end up doing so many things that you don't really accomplish anything. And that's why my message around slowing down and stopping and purging and releasing is so very important because there's nothing worse than feeling like you are such a committed person and you're willing to do all the things, but you don't actually feel like you're making any forward movement. But then you tell yourself the story that you must not be getting where you want to get to because you're not doing enough. And then you add more to your plate. So being committed, like being truly committed to something, you know, it's going to take work. It's going to take time and effort and energy. And, you know, when I'm deciding on what I want to be committed to, I have to really be lit up about it. 
Like I have to really have a fire in my belly to want to do it. Otherwise I won't stay committed. So that commitment really has to come before the motivation will be there. Like if you really want to do something, it'll be easy to build habits around it. I also always want to make sure that my commitments line up with my values. Because listen, if you're making commitments to things that don't line up with your values, it's going to be really, really hard for you to follow through on those commitments. So this is also why I'm in this phase of being committed to being uncommitted, because I'm still exploring what that thing that's going to set my soul on fire is going to be as I'm looking at my business. This, I think, you know, this past year, more than ever, and maybe you're the same, I've been asking myself a lot of big questions, like what really matters to me? What do I want in my life? What do I not want in my life? What are some of the things that I'm tolerating and want to let go of? Because whatever I'm going to build out, whatever that next commitment is going to be, it really has to, like I said, it really has to light up my soul. It has to be important. It has to pull me forward, right? Like I don't want to have to drag my ass out of bed because, well, I said I was going to be committed to this thing. I better go do it. And that's why I commit to so little, right? That's why I commit to so little. That's why I'm allowing myself the space to not have a goal because I'm not going to set a goal just to have a goal, right? I can find small goals in the gym. I can find other things that bring me joy, but I'm not going to set a big audacious goal in my business if it's not lighting my soul on fire. So I wanted to share that with you because if you're struggling to figure out like, why am I not getting to where I want to get to? I feel like I'm a committed person. I feel like I'm all in. I want you to really take an inventory of all the things you're actually committed to and what commitments you need to start putting down, what you need to let go of, what you can release in order to move forward, right? What can you start to say no to? What can you start to say no to? So I'm going to continue to enjoy the space of being committed to being uncommitted. And, uh, you know, I would be lying if I didn't say I had to, you know, wrestle with some of my uh, head trash around, well, I should know what I want by now. Feel like I've been pumping the brakes for a long time. Put your foot on the gas, Lisa, just go do something. And it's okay because in this space of being committed to being uncommitted, it's actually going to give me the energy. It's going to give me the time and the space to create the clarity that I need to move forward with enthusiasm. So when I do make that commitment, I'll know exactly what I'm saying yes to so that I can create that outcome that I want. I am not the type of person that can be disciplined with a ton of things. So I have to be very, very discerning. I have to be very, very discerning about what those commitments that I make are because the discipline that comes with those commitments is no joke. And discipline isn't a bad word. 
it's actually, for me, discipline is an act of self-love. It keeps me out of self-deception. It stops me from getting into the exhausting negotiating with myself. Like for example, the other morning I got out of bed, I was tired. So, you know, I knew I wasn't going to go in and have a heavy training day. So as I lied in bed, I'm like, okay, we're going to go do cardio, Lisa. We can go do cardio today. That will feel good. Moving my body in the morning always feels good. I regulate the intensity based on, you know, what the data is showing me and how I'm feeling. So, okay, we're going to do cardio. So I got out of bed, got myself ready, got downstairs, sat down on the couch. Never a good idea when I sit down on the couch. And I could suddenly hear the voices in my head negotiating. You know, I could just take a whole day off. It is the off season. And as soon as I heard that voice, I said, get get in the car, Lisa, go get in the car, Lisa. So off I went into the car, went and got my cardio done. So for me, discipline is staying out of that talk, that, that part of me that wants to stay on the couch, that doesn't want to do the thing, that doesn't want to write the email. I don't allow myself to negotiate with myself. Once I say I'm going to do something, right, once I'm committed, then I'm committed. And for me personally, when I am all in, I am all in. And because I know that about myself, I just can't be all into all the things because that's what leads to overwhelm. That's what leads to frustration. That's what leads to burnout and resentment. And I refuse to live my life that way. So I want you to take an inventory of your life. I want you to see how many plates you are spinning, how many balls you are juggling, And then how you're beating yourself up, how you might be beating yourself up because you're not achieving the results that you want to achieve. Is it a commitment problem or are you being impatient, which then puts you into this cycle of being hard on yourself? And, you know, if if being hard on ourselves and self-punishment was the answer, well, my God, we'd all have what we want because I have yet to meet somebody, at least the people that I work with who aren't hard on themselves to a certain degree. So if self-punishment was going to get us to our dreams and our goals, we'd all be there by now. So it's your responsibility to stay out of that mindset, to nurture yourself, to have a lot of compassion and uh, really get clear on the things that, that it is you want. Because I, I promise you, this is what I work with my clients on every day that as I can get them to slow down and let go of things and really get clear on what they do want to be committed to, they start achieving amazing results, amazing results. And it's just kind of this chop wood, carry water. This is the thing you're committed to. These are the daily tasks that have to happen in order for you to move the needle in your business and go do the things. Don't negotiate with yourself. Go do the things. And, you know, spoiler alert, a lot of the times these commitments that we make to these big outcomes that we want, right? Like getting up on stage. So that, you know, two minutes that I spent out on stage living my best life was comprised of a lot of chop wood, carry water moments of, you know, hours on the treadmill, hours and, oh my God, so many thousands of pounds of weight that I moved around. That's what that commitment took. And it takes time. It takes time. So doing more isn't going to pull that dream to you sooner. 
doing more isn't going to do that. It's getting committed and staying consistent and disciplined about the things that you actually need to do. And there is no shortcut. There's no fast track. Like, oh my God, if there was a fast track to building my business, I would have been a millionaire. If there was a fast track to changing your body, I would be a millionaire. I'd be selling them like no doubt. There isn't. There isn't. So it's not about being committed to more. It's about learning how you can turn down the volume or commit to less, let go of things and learn what it means to be patient, learn what it means to truly, truly fall in love with the journey, fall in love with being committed and letting go of any other commitment that is really going to get in your way of success. So I have no doubt that, you know, the clarity has already been coming for me around, you know, what I want to do and what I'm calling in. So, you know, we'll be talking about that in the coming months as, as more clarity comes in. But for right now, I am going to stay in this place of really being committed to being uncommitted because I've earned that right for now. And uh, I look forward to when that next commitment rolls in. So just a reminder, you know, sometimes we need to pump the brakes and we always need to purge. At least the the people, the, the men and women I'm working with, it always comes down to what we need to stop doing. And that means being the person that is willing to change, right? The belief around doing more will help you accomplish more. What if the truth is that doing less, but doing less better is the answer to achieving what you want and with a lot more fulfillment and uh, ease. So not saying it's not going to be hard or that it's not going to take time and effort. It will, Uh, but we can do these things with a lot of ease when we don't have so many other balls we're juggling. So there is my riff on commitment. I hope that it supports you because I know that this is something that so many of my listeners and my clients struggle with. Commitment has really been something that I have had to rumble with and redefine it and really get honest with myself about it and what it was going to mean to be committed, what it was going to take for me to be committed. And uh, again, you know, when your commitment aligns with your values, it's then easy to build those habits that are going to get you there. So it's this beautiful synergy of all of those things. So if this resonated with you, please make sure you hop over to Instagram, send me a message, uh, let me know. And of course, I would so appreciate it if you hopped over to your listening platform of choice and left a rating and review the more awesome ratings and reviews that I get, it just makes it so much easier for more people just like you to find me. And I would be so deeply appreciative of that. That is the best way that you can say thank you for the content that I put out for you on a weekly basis. I do it with joy and love. And if you could pay that forward, knowing that your review might help somebody, that's what it's all about. That is what it is all about. So until the next episode, remember the only person that can make you a priority is you. 
nobody's coming to save you. And uh, if you want to continue to be driven and ambitious, if you want to continue to have these big audacious dreams, it has to come from a place of you really making sure that you are well cared for, because then you are going to have the resilience to keep going when things get tough and you're going to feel great accomplishing all these things. So until the next episode, take good care of you. And thank you again so much for tuning in. And uh, I'll talk to you on the next episode. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever felt that total soul-wrenching certainty that something in your life needed to change? Listen up. You can be incredibly successful and yet not see yourself as successful. In fact, for many of my clients, it takes me pointing out that they are high achievers for them to even see this for themselves. Most of my clients have never taken the time to pause and acknowledge their accomplishments because they're too busy focusing on the next thing they want to get after. I often joke that they set a bar for themselves, but as soon as they get close to reaching it, they simply raise the bar. It's the never ending cycle that perpetuates the story that they're not there yet. More often than not, they genuinely believe they haven't done enough. You probably love setting and accomplishing goals, have no problem getting things done, know what it means to embrace the hustle and working your ass off might be your status quo. What the women who are part of my community come to realize is that no amount of doing is going to give you the feeling of fulfillment you're looking for. What makes this realization more painful is feeling the impact your choices are having on your physical and emotional well-being. The deep gut level knowing that you need to make a change in your life has nothing to do with how much you've accomplished on paper or how successful you appear to someone looking at you from the outside. You might feel burnt out because you struggle with boundaries that support you feeling good. Maybe you have a gorgeous, healthy family, but don't feel like you're really connected to your kids. Maybe you're slowly starting to realize that you're overly dependent on that glass of wine to unwind, catch yourself mindlessly eating, or worse yet, forgetting to eat. Coffee has become a staple, and hours can disappear as you scroll social media mindlessly. You're probably burning the candle at both ends because when everyone else goes to bed, you stay up late just to have you time. Basically, you're starting to realize you're numbing your way through life and that you are the last thing on your list of priorities. No matter what you've accomplished, there's something deep down in your soul that is screaming out for more. And you won't be satisfied until you can figure out what that is. If you're listening to this podcast, I can guess you've already taken the first steps in recognizing the transformation you're seeking isn't gonna be found in doing more, but in discovering why you're so addicted to your doing in the first place. You're probably also realizing that if you don't start to make caring for your emotional and physical well-being a priority, things are only going to get worse. Lasting transformation doesn't happen overnight, and it often doesn't happen without support. They're called blind windows for a reason. I've made it my personal mission in life to support women trying to create extraordinary lives of their own choosing. 
That's why, in addition to this podcast, I send out powerful emails to help you navigate life as an ambitious, driven, high-achieving woman so that you can make positive changes you need to thrive in your life. Join me for this journey towards what it looks like to love what you do, but love yourself more by signing up for my email list. You'll get first access to resources I've created to support you. Plus, I'll let you know about new podcast episodes, coaching opportunities, and more. Head over to lisacarpenter.ca forward slash sign up today and join my network of empowered, inspiring, ambitious women. This is your next step in choosing to make you a priority. Thank you so much for listening to the Full Frontal Living Podcast.